0: This, this is the 15th episode of Baba and Josh the 15th Expose episode.
1: Themselves.
0: Yeah. 15. And we've been huh. off for about 20, by the time this airs, roughly 28 days. It's been almost, it's been a month since you've last heard from us. Initially, what happened in the first week was I took a gig with my buddy Charlie down in Florida. I was there for, you know, what was supposed to be five days, ended up being like six and a half or whatever because we got a 30-inch storm up here. Flight's were getting canceled, so I just opted since I had the hotel room for a couple extra days no matter what because they had blocked out this whole time for this seminar thing to happen or whatever the corporate gig was. It was kind of like a seminar year. End of last year, kind of thing, whatever, for a company. Um. Uh. So, so it, that didn't much matter. I just had my date pushed back. Got home. I think we would played. Um. Like, cause I was like, uh, you know, that basically pushed it because I was supposed to fly in that Wednesday. We record on Wednesdays, so the week of release. So, uh, for people who don't know, we were today's Wednesday. We record Wednesday, and by this Friday, it'll be out. I might push it out on Thursday. Thursday night, we'll see because we have been away a long while. Wanted to let people know. We hey, we didn't go anywhere, but, um, you know, after I came back from that, we'd gamed one night instead of recorded, we were set up to record. And this is why we didn't record in the last couple of days and, and, uh, why I'd like to, you know, push it out now. And so I guess I'll put it over to you, Bubba.
2: Yeah. So, um, a couple of weeks ago now, uh, on March 18th there, my dad, he passed away. And uh I've been dealing with a lot of nonsense, you know, in my head and trying to take care of the family. And we just haven't had the time to do this. And honestly, I've been kind of pushing it off because I've been, you know, I've got a lot of emotions going on right now. Sure. That's the big thing. Of course. Um, But yeah, he, uh, yeah, 55 years old, you know, it's, uh... It's tough when they're that young and, uh, you know, I'm happy that he got to eat my daughter.
3: You know, it's,
2: it's tough. Of course. You know, uh, a lot of, a lot of people love my dad. A lot of people came to the wake, which was really nice. Um, I think we had over 200 people sign the book and that's just people who signed it. Not everybody signed it. I I was
0: going to say, I fucked up. Sorry. I did forget to sign it. I saw it on the way out and I was
2: like, (laughs) I better sign that. And then I forgot, but you knew I was there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. But, um, but yeah, it, it was a crazy amount of people. And the fact that, you know, my dad has touched that many lives and like really, Affected their lives to the point where they come in, speak to me. Some of them complete strangers looked at me, said, your father did this for me, or your father, you know, just would have given the shirt off of his back for me. And, uh, it's pretty powerful, man.
0: Right. Yeah. Pretty powerful. I mean, when you think about it, you know, not everybody, uh, gets to go out. With that kind of, uh, you know, I mean, shit, I got there. I was like, I know it's going to be crazy. So Teresa and I opted to go it was a three hour thing. So it was service. So we opted to go for like the last hour or so. And I didn't make it into the building like 15, 20 minutes. And from the time that I got there in, is how many people I saw and how many people that I reconnected with? Because, you know, for the people who don't really understand or know, um, We grew up in a very small community, number one, right? Okay. Number two, Wayno, like us, was a roadie for a very long time, got the fuck around, toured with some fucking amazing people, right? Made some amazing friendships, which is a lot of what touring becomes. There's so many people like, you know, I'm always referencing friends. Bubba's always referencing friends. You make like these kind of familial connections to people on the road. Besides the fact that the man was in the Navy, and that's an, a, an entire different connection to some people, right? Yeah. It was the Navy, I'm correct, I believe. Absolutely. Right? Yep. So, and then on top of that, I think we've glossed over it in the past, but your dad had had an accident a handful of years, so a good handful of years ago, it was in a motorcycle, single person motorcycle accident, which put him off the road. And the first year they, the community got together and I'm not sure exactly, so I don't want to speak out of, out of school, but a thing was formed called Wayne Stock, and it was the community. This man, there was bills and the, the man should in all sense and purposes. I mean, you were basically prepared. They, they had prepared you
2: at that time that he might not make it. Yeah. That night uh, of his accident, it was crazy. I had just done the pond skimming contest up at Gore Mountain. Uh, for people and who don't know, that's skiing across water. Yeah, you, you <laughs> at, do it during speed. the spring skiing. Yeah. So they make a pool at the bottom of the mountain and you ski across it. So I uh, did the pond skimming contest, and Dad came out to see me do that, and he never did that. Right. And uh, then he uh, went out to Warrensburg to see somebody on his way home. He... Uh, See, it was April, so the salt and sand was still on the road. Yep. And uh, he was on his bike, and he went around a turn and basically tumbled with the bike and hit his head a bunch. His helmet came off, has brain injury. You know, he had a nerve damage on his arm, double vision. You know, balance is all fucked up. But, yeah, he... uh. Massive injury. They medevac him yep. immediately to Albany Med. And, uh, Which just like when you're in, in deep shit. Because, again, we live in yeah. a remote location. Closest
0: hospital is like a 45, 50-minute drive from where I currently live and where Bubbu, around where Bubba used to live. So when yep. shit goes bad, like literally on the other side of this fucking forest is a field where the medvac has a place to land for my neck of the woods. There's different yeah. areas where they can, people can get picked up. Yeah, um absolutely so that's the kind of area you live if you if you hear someone getting med back down
2: to albany it's serious like yeah
0: this Falls. <laughs>
3: no.
2: yeah well and with albany med they've got uh some of the best um brain surgeons yep in the us yep they do a lot of training there. and then
0: isn't ellis down there as well I believe it was is or was called Ellis because that's that's where they have some of the best heart people and that's where my dad when I was 12 had his double bypass surgery
2: yeah so Um, that's like
0: the serious hospitals basically
2: yeah I remember going in there and they said you know we just want you to see your father this might be the last time you see him uh and yeah that put our family through all sorts of shit man you
0: you if I remember correctly had been like kind of working at creative, yeah. But you were just about also like you were on your way out to the navy yourself at the time if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, actually,
2: um, because that's also our that.
0: connection is we all, including your father, worked at creative. I learned things from your father. Your father taught you, blah blah blah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I grew up doing lights. You know, I started when I was like eight years old at the local bars with them putting together little lighting shows, hooking up to the oven at the Riverwood to get our power and shit. Little park and rig. Fuck yeah! Like analog lighting console. It was pretty awesome. Like man. what the little leprechaun dimmer packs? No, not even. It was um, what the hell was it, man? But you had to run the Stitch Jones cable to it a fucking analog cable so it's literally you're sending an electrical current to each channel from the console it was pretty wild um old school (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah i did the working at creative i it was one of my first jobs i started doing cables dad taught me how to solder dmx and stuff like that and i built a socapex and Basically, you have any kind of cable that came through the door. Right. Um, Yeah, and then uh, I was doing lifeguarding for a few summers. Yeah, that was nice. Much better than I, building cables. I do remember you doing that. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I was training to go into the military. I was going to go into the Navy like my dad. Right. I was going to do the rescue diving program, and they were going to pay for me to do... uh music to go to college for music so yeah it was gonna be a whole thing and the day after my dad's accident was the day that I was supposed to sign all my stuff and right get ready to ship out and all that and then that was like nope that's
0: one of the things that that changed your trajectory a little bit maybe yeah yeah it's okay that it did I mean you ended up being pretty damn good fucking technician
2: and you know oh, yeah. and fucking you know that and I still got to play my music you know with different people. Yep. Oh I uh, I remember playing uh harmonica with uh Hector there the fucking bass player from Train. You know, I would jam yeah. all the time on the back dock. It was awesome. Got to play with music with some really great people. Right. Um yeah. But I, I love being a roadie. Love yeah. it. Exactly. Um and
0: so yeah to to uh look back at it, you know so so we all came from the same place, kinda you know, um, and then he had had that accident, right yeah. so the town and people locals came together and somehow formed, and maybe it was like friends of your parents, Because yeah, so I imagine your was... mom was
2: not involved at that point because she's got other shit
0: going on, yeah no, obviously it was,
2: um it was pretty wild, uh, everybody. I mean, so many friends, so many family members, so many friends of my dad and people who weren't even friends of my dad, they all came together and they did Wayne Stock One. Yep. And they raised money for my mom and my dad and for the family to help pay for medical bills like, and things like that. Got people you know, from
0: the local industry, you know, like here's a light yeah. show. Here's some a fucking audio package. Here's a stage to set it all up on. Let's get some yeah. local bands booked. Absolutely. Get some and local all artwork and shit. All their time. Yeah. Let's get some local artwork and other stuff. Let's raffle this off. I yeah. remember specifically that one that there was like these cash prizes that people were winning and it was just going right back. Yeah. Except there might have been one person who tried to keep it and everyone was like, "Fuck you." I don't know if that was the same year, but it. Yeah, that was the same. year. <laughs> that was like, no, you no no no.
2: <laughs> you you yeah. don't just
0: walk around away with that money. These it, people it, need it. Whatever. More.
2: You know, um, if, if you're going to be that way, you're going to be that way. That's right. fine. Yeah. Um, you're still a cunt. But yeah, there was a there was a lot of really great things going on. And then my dad started getting better, and he formed something called the North Country Hardship Fund. So basically, and it's still going. I mean, it's something that you can look up if you want to. It's a really great thing. It's a nonprofit organization where they help out people all along the North country and New York um, and some other places. Um, Basically, if your family has some kind of tragedy happen, they're going to supply you with some immediate funds that maybe your insurance isn't kicking in on right away. You know, right. it's like a family, their house burns down, something like that. They can help you out to start off and get you into a hotel right away. They can help you do all sorts of stuff. And it's it's pretty amazing. The community, everybody gets involved with it, and it's all because mom and dad they said, "Hey, we need to pay it back. We need to pay it forward." Right. And now, I mean, they've raised, he's like a quarter of a million dollars. That's amazing. More, more than and that. how many Wayne stocks? have they in total now. Um, I think we're up to eighteen now. 17 or 18 Jesus I think I've only been to like two every fucking year I'm gone
0: dude two or three max one of these days
3: damn it
2: um but yeah so it it, yeah it's tough because it's the first weekend of August right and that's that's busy season man that's peak peak. you're on the road almost certainly yeah and I was always on the road for it yep (laughs) um dad understood
0: that being said, though, if, uh, for a YouTube cut, I think this is going to be its own little segment here. So in the description below, if you happen to be looking and, and you want to do something nice, um, you know, you can make donations. I'll put down the website. It's a good way to donate. You know, you're giving to a small town community, people who, you know, sadly, we live in an area where there aren't. Very many good jobs if there are good jobs you need to commute but you need a car to commute so there's a lot of people that can get stuck in ruts there's buyers there's all sorts of things that, that the people from the North Country Airship Fund help local people out for so if you if you really want to please feel free to donate there you know um, especially in memory of Wayno. you know put that in the tagline or whatever's yeah. in there um, it's important that you know we give back so just make sure you know Tell your friends, you know, and if you're in ever in the upstate New York area around August, look it up. It's really cool. Um, still to this day, you know, they're still doing it and I assume that it's going to happen again this year and, you know, eventually logistics will work out. Everything is very fresh still. Yeah. But, um, it's a cool thing, man. You know, um, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And, and it's amazing that, that your family and your dad, especially was able to take that. Cause like the first Wayne stock, man, Wayne was fucked up. No offense, but like the, yeah. the, 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 the full access of what happened in that accident was on display. He was frankly a shell of who he later became, which honestly, he pretty much in my eyes came back, especially mentally a hundred percent, you know, um, he did have trouble with his bouncing shit, but dude, I, mean, I hope it's okay to say this, but this man, for a period of time, drove himself a couple times to work in Creative Stage Lighting after the accident in a car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, he did, and had a desk job there, and and you know, so you know, he fucking tough motherfucker. So, um, you know, like that, that was wayno to me. You know, I uh, for me, uh, when I was sixteen, my mom had to go to mental health unit for like a month or so in the middle of summer. And I've said this before, but buddy, I grew up with dad on the company, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I need to make some money help. And so they offered me, I don't know if it was 40 hours a week or 30 hours a week or whatever, but I, I worked every week, multiple days. One of the first people I met was your dad. Yeah. And, and you got to understand he scared me shitless. um, He's this big imposing figure, tattoos, biker dude, obviously, because motorcycle, like Harley, not like, like like, like Harley dude, big-ass goatee. I can't remember what length his hair was at the time. Either way, yeah, it
2: was always a long black hair. Super roadie. Kind of yeah,
0: super roadie, and didn't yeah. take anybody's shit. And, like, 16-year-old me was like, I shit myself, um, but he, like, taught me how to... Clean park hands because that's basically what I was doing. I was I was going through the park hand inventory, cleaning them, servicing them, re riveting uh, clips if they had come out for for gel frames, what have you, drilling out ones that were fucked up and putting new ones in and re riveting them. And by hand, I had, I had to use a hand riveter. if uh. I remember correctly. I maybe it had air. Either way, your dad was the one who taught me. And years later, when I went back, he was there for a brief period of time before he went out with. ERG and Aerosmith, or something like that. Yeah, Aerosmith
2: and Motley Crue, the co headline tour there.
0: Right. And so he was there yeah. briefly before I left. In fact, <laughs> part of the scaring the shit out of me. So, so there was a gig that had come up and it was for Meatloaf and it was supposed to be your dad and I. Now, <laughs> this was not happening. Uh, it was dropped on me like a day before and I had pre purchased tickets to go see Tool. So I was like, the fuck, it isn't. Unless you guys pay me for the tickets, no way. You're going to have to find someone else. He did not like that answer, <laughs> as yeah. you can imagine, and, and used the word, you're trying to extort the company. I'm like, no, I just, I had plans. So it was a little bit of an argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as you can imagine. But, uh, oh, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I, the last time I saw your dad was like at your daughter's. Uh, birthday and he was in good spirits and it was fun and we hung out and laughed and bullshitted and it was a good time yeah. man it's, he's going to be definitely sorely missed in the area um, by a lot of people but again he affected a lot of people
2: you know and uh, yeah um, you know I, I wanted to say something about Meat Loaf while we're on the <laughs> yeah. on the loaf yeah well that's, that's a band that you know my dad toured with I mean years right 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 Years he did with loaf He even did like a two-year-long, like world tour with Meat back in the early days. And when in the me, early nineties.
0: And when Meat went out after your dad's accident, it was actually
2: you and I yeah, who went you, out. And did yeah, the tour. you and I. We were out with Meat. Well, so here's something really fucking funny. So I'm sitting there at my desk today, right? And the head of the maintenance department comes over and sits down, and he starts talking to me. He's like. So, who, were the, who was the most talented person you toured with? And I, you know, I told him a couple of names, and then he goes, "Oh yeah," he says, well, "What about like the nicest or coolest?" And I name a couple names, and then he uh, says, "Oh well, my favorite when I was uh, working security, you know, I I worked I toured with him quite a bit was Meatloaf." And I was like, oh, yeah, really? And he says, oh, yeah, toured with him for a few years. And he starts listing off some years. And I was like, huh, no kidding. And he says, oh, yeah, yeah, he was a really, really nice guy. Always, he would always say, oh, can I get him to come in and have dinner with me? And they'd tell me to come in and I could have dinner with him. What kind of fucking fantasy is this guy having? I don't know. Does he listen
0: to the podcast? No, absolutely not.
2: If he does, I hope you're listening. Just so you know, and I told him this, I toured with Meatloaf. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I toured with Meatloaf, and my dad did quite a bit. Yeah, no, yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. But the whole time I'm thinking, like, you lying, motherfucker. Maybe (laughs) you did like a show or two shows, like security.
0: Yeah, and, and and he was working security, and he was like, hey, Meat, can I come eat with you? And that's what yeah. he took as me asking if he'd go eat with him, but he's one of those types of people. Like, fuck off, dude. Yeah, I
2: mean, fuck, I remember Meat singing happy birthday to my sister. No backstage shit. Backstage when we went and visited at SPAC. That's cool. You know, like, uh, we've got history with the man. Right. And the, the band. You know, I've just, I've known everybody from that camp for, all since I was a wee lad. You know I'm still friends with a, quite a few of them, oh yeah, and absolutely. some of the Texan
0: shit that we toured with, like Grady, the dragon
2: champion, yeah, yeah, Grady's the man. I always see him posting stuff on it,
0: Facebook it, It's nice that he's back out with the Pantera, yeah, the Pantera the oh yeah, I saw he said he wrote something really nice, you know he he knew your dad. And I always oh, yeah. forget like did Martin Thomas know your dad? Yeah. Fuck, did he find out? I don't know. He's not really on Facebook. I should call him tomorrow. Yeah, Just, I think. It's been Martin, a while. I swear Martin, Martin, Martin did right? uh
3: was like Jill Scott.
2: Yeah, or like an Erykah Badu. Badu. Yeah. And he yeah, dad was about to go out on Jill Scott with Dylan. And that's when the accident happened. They were doing prep, Right. For Jill Scott.
3: Oh, I wonder if that
0: was the one that I went out on the block party. I think you did. But Dylan
2: didn't go. Maybe it was Dick Musty. Dick Musty. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucking funny, dude. I've. you know, I I see him every now and then the other
2: day. Oh really? Nice. Yeah, and my mom was just saying, like, oh yeah, your dad always called him Doug. Doug. And I was thinking in my head like the whole time, I'm like, Yeah, more like Dick Dick (laughs) Musty. I just wanted to scream it across the funeral home. Dick (laughs) Musty.
0: Oh shit. Yeah. That's funny, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, Your dad knew
0: a fuck ton of people.
2: And I'm sure there's plenty of
0: people that just couldn't make it or get there.
2: Yeah, and I've got another funny one about my dad. Okay, so check this out. I am out on Bruno Mars. I'm in Macau, right? I am literally on the other side of the planet. Couldn't get any further from my house. So it's after the gig. My buddies and I were going back to... The hotel, it's all connected to, like, the casinos and whatnot. It's basically you're walking inside everywhere. Right. And one of the stagehands was riding up with us in this elevator. And my buddy Ryan is looking at his shirt, and on the guy's shirt, it looked like it said CSL on it. Right. And my buddy Ryan goes, hey, that says CSL. Like, this guy knows creative, huh? And... I'm like, oh, no, that's not CSL. That's some other company, you know? And the guy goes, yeah, but I know what creative stage lighting is. And he's this British dude. I'm like, weird? And he goes, yeah, I know all the guys over there. You know, Wayno. And I was (laughs) like, huh, you know a man named Wayno? And he goes, oh, yeah. And his wife, Tammy. And I'm like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? Literally across the world. Right. And this random person riding up an elevator with me happens to know my mom and dad.
0: Yeah, see, that's it, man. Strange coincidences, dude. Yeah. They're meant to happen. I guess. I think so. I mean, what are the chances, especially the fact that when you think about it, like in these sorts of terms, how many seconds of difference of a step that you took just a step, that night or a path that you took that you wouldn't have fucking ended up on that elevator because the amount of time to end up on the elevator with someone at the exact same time is seconds.
2: Seconds. Seconds.
0: Literally seconds. Oh, seconds. Uh, you, you fucking go to get your fucking key card out of your fucking thing to get ready for the elevator and you drop a couple bucks and the person's in front of you. Bend over to pick it up. And now you've just missed that elevator. Like, literally, the the fucking. I, that's why I swear some things like that, man. It's like the l- fucking planets have aligned because there's like no other fucking way. Like, for instance, when I ran into office last year. Oh, yeah. A bus, Where was that? Oh, fucking in somewhere in. in I think it was Indianapolis. Well, either way, our bus had hit some shit. We were getting a new bus. Bus was supposed to show up at like 12. Oh, that's right. And we would have been there hours earlier. But instead, a fucking shitty-ass bus shows up like three and a half hours later, whatever. I'm pissed off. I get off the bus. Literally step off the bus, grab my luggage, light my first cigarette, and I hear a person I haven't seen in years in a state that he doesn't reside. He resides in New York like like us. Say, well, there's a sexy face I haven't seen in a while or something like that. And I looked up and immediately recognized the voice. I was like, Dave, what the fuck are you doing here? And with him was the guy who does the Cine concerts, Justin, and who I also worked with on the Star Trek thing. I was like, holy fuck, I haven't seen him since like 2015, 2016. It's like, hey, guys, holy shit, what's going on? What are you doing here? Oh, you're doing that? Well, yeah, this is what I'm doing here. You yeah. What Like, just the fucking fact that any fucking thing on the road could have fucking impeded that. Just the bus going earlier. Like, who's to say I would have been out having a cigarette at that exact same time had I arrived those hours earlier? Yeah, exactly. You can't tell me that there isn't something kind of at play, like, unless it's just really fucking crazy divine luck and intervention of some sort that that these happen. Because they don't happen all the time. Yeah. Things that deep are rare, rare,
3: rare, rare. But, I can't, I mean, it's
0: it's that strange coincidence. You know, it's the, like I was telling you, I had a book when I was a kid called Strange Coincidences, like the woman who lost her wedding ring while doing her garden, and then like 30 years later went and pulled some carrots out, and a fucking carrot, the ring had grown perfectly around a carrot. Finally found oh, yeah. after all that time. Or the guy who sh- tried to shoot his fucking brother, bullet got lodged in a tree, fucking when he went to chop down the tree like the bolt somehow dislodged and refired or some shit and killed him or like the tree fell on him some shit because of the he struck the bullet i don't know or some some artillery shell either fucking way like it's like those
2: kind of things were in that book yeah and, you know kind of went off the rails I, I gotta have my mom tell the tell me the story again but she uh she lost her wedding her engagement ring well you know the one the diamond so that's usually the engagement ring, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the wedding band is usually just a band. So she had lost her engagement ring, and it was a nice ring. Um, and it, it was at the Copperfield. Okay. Yeah, the Copperfield. And uh, years went by, and they found it.
3: The Copperfield, yeah.
2: Yes. Yes.
3: It got behind how... something or somewhere and
2: Yeah. I don't I can't remember how it all came about, but I... somebody crazy. found it. Yeah. That's fucking insane, dude. Yeah, I gotta have my mom tell me the story and I'll get it right and I'll tell you guys again. Yeah, no, I'm interested
0: in that. That's that's see that's yeah. that's weird. Cause at that point, years later, it's not the last thing in your mind. It's been gone for a while. You've had to get over and accept it. it is this some something yes. that is a married the person you do not want to lose? Over. Yeah, like, and you have taken that loss hard. Maybe you've gotten replaced, and maybe you're like, "I'll never wear another one." I'm, I'm so sick <laughs> with myself for losing it, or whatever some people go through. And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Hey, <laughs> found your ring. What? Yeah. No, it couldn't possibly be mine." Now, holy oh, shit! My
1: fucking god! <laughs>
3: holy shit!
0: You know, like, that's crazy, man. That's the yeah. kind of world we live in.
3: But um, yeah, you know, so,
0: so. I guess that basically explains where we've been. Yeah. You're gonna miss your dad. It's been an interesting few it's few weeks here. Not a fun thing to deal with. And, you know, I mean. Like I was telling yeah. you, like, I've lost my mom. And for me, it was easier, even though I got a phone call and I was away and I had to, I had to fly home. I got a couple of days with her. I don't know if she'll, I'll never know if she actually heard me. They said that she could understand me, but she was pretty fucking out of it the last three days of her life, you know, um, I still talked to her and shit, but like at least that gave me a couple extra days to to already grieve. And at that point, my mom had had a stroke 10, 12 years before that and was pretty nonverbal. So in a lot of ways, I grieved a lot of my mom before that because she wasn't necessarily, she was same in a lot of the ways she could communicate with her eyes in some of her single-word or double-word sentences, if you will. But at the same time, I had, had a lot of time without who my mom was before that. And when you have time, it's easy. So, And, and it's like it's never easy when it's abrupt. You know?
3: It's, uh, it's different. I get yeah. No, it it
1: fucking sucked.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it sucks for a while, man. You know, like, I don't know if you ever really fully get over it, but it's, you know,
2: it's not something that you do and there's nothing that you can say. There's nothing anybody can say. And you just got to, your brain's just got to work through it. And yeah, you know, just got to, like they say, all the same bullshit jesus christ i can't believe how many times i fucking heard this well just remember all the good things you had with your dad and it's like dude if i hear that one more fucking time i'm
0: sorry for your loss i'm sorry for your loss i'm sorry for your yeah, loss. yeah
2: like, you start hearing the same thing over and over and over again and you know it, it gets frustrating right it gets fr- it, it makes you more pissed off right because it's like and, no
0: shit. You're almost yeah, like no exactly. shit. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Like Yeah, I'm not a fucking little kid. I'm
2: you know, I'm, right. I'm, no
0: shit. I'm trying to process this like a human and everything in our nature says that you have to say this shit, but like at the same yeah. time, like sometimes I test out I'm happy for you. And people are like, What? I'm like, I'm happy you got time with this person.
1: Yeah.
0: Not trying to be rude. But, man, we really focus on that kind of shit. And it's not that it's negative necessarily. It's a way of con- con- offering condolences. I get that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, fuck, man, let's try to think of the, like, it sucks, man, because there's a couple things in life that are, are certain, and it's death and taxes, right? That's the uh, old yeah. joke or whatever. And and it's yeah. true, man. We're all fucking headed there one day or another. It's inevitable. Why can't we make it just a little bit easier? Like, you know, why can't we just fucking say, that's awesome that you got, you know, 30-something yeah. fucking years? Because really, when you look at it, it's something to be thankful for because some people don't get more than a few, you know? Yeah. A handful. Some people don't even know their, you know, real parents until they fucking find out they died or do, like, a background check and find out they've been dead or something, oh, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Exactly. Um,
2: but, um, yeah.
3: Oh, what was I just gonna, what was I gonna say? Fuck. God damn it.
2: Oh yeah. So at work, once again, we're at work and this is like two days, maybe three days. Yeah. Three days after my dad had passed. And everything's still real fucking fresh. You know, like all the things I'm thinking, all the things I've seen, all the sadness, all the everything. And I'm just trying to sit at the desk at work, get through my fucking day. And this person that I work with comes up, sits down at my desk. She goes, oh, Brian, is everything okay? I said, "No. No, I I'm it's not. You know, I'm just trying to focus on work and get my mind off things." And she said, "Yeah, I'm so sorry about your dad." And then I'm like giving her a look like I'm done talking right now. Leave me alone for a bit. You right? Know, I, I don't want to talk. Right. And she goes, "So, was it sudden?" And she starts prying in and asking me questions. And it got to a point where I just sat there and I stared at her for like five solid seconds and didn't say anything. It is like, always just go away.
0: <laughs> like some people are just completely inappropriate and they don't know how yeah. to function as a human fucking being apparently because wow, read the fucking well, room.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'm putting off a lot of signals here. Like, Hey, I'm kind of uncomfortable fucking talking days. about
0: this. And if I don't talk to you on the regular, I don't want to see you for like a fucking week. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't need your shit, because it's coming in from all directions at that point, especially in the days of social, social media. I imagine you got countless messages or saw countless posts and yeah. tags. Yeah. And, and that's not the whole
2: other thing. If any of you are listening or watching that have contacted me, and if I haven't contacted you back, it's not that I don't love you or anything, it's just that... I have a hard time doing that kind of thing. I don't know what to say.
1: Right.
0: You know? And I don't eh. know if I, I told you before then, but Carter and Charlie have sent their condolences. Oh, thank you boys. I just, at the time I didn't want to get into it that, you know, cause I, I did let those two know when, Hey, you know, guys, uh, before you start texting me and bitching, I should probably let you know things are on hiatus for a little bit. Not a yeah. good time. Blah, 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 blah. And, uh, Carter even called. I am sure if he had your phone number, he would have called you. He's like, is he okay? You guys are doing good. Because he knows my connection to your dad as well. So he's like, are you guys all right? What's going on? And then we had, like, an hour-long conversation. But, like, it wasn't just a text with him. He fucking called. Like, that's the kind of guy Carter is. So thank you. Yeah. So, no, that's
3: really, that's fucking
0: awesome. So, you know. Um... It's fucking weird, man. It's never, it's never easy to fucking like. I'm, I'm so fucking awkward at those types of things. You know, like,
2: hi, I don't know what to oh, say. Oh yeah, no, I mean, and you know what was really worse was when you're doing the fucking line at the wake, and I mean there was literally hundreds, hundreds of people, right, coming through there, and there's I've people you don't even know, hand. never oh, even absolutely. met, and I've got to go through and say hey, yeah, I remember you, and blah, blah, blah. This is my wife. Or explain who I am
0: and who this is and this is who.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, and it's like you're doing that for three hours. Right. And it's just like, fuck. And then when certain people come in the room and you're talking to them and you're like, oh, my fucking God. And then you get, like, crying again because you all have emotional connections together, you know somebody you haven't seen in a long time. Like one that triggered me was my, uh, my scout master Tara. Oh, wow. And when I was in scouts, you know, I basically grew up over at her house, you know, cause her son and I were pretty good friends and right. we we're going through scouts and whatnot together. And, uh, yeah, she was like a second mom to me. So when she came through, it was like, fuck, damn, made me cry again. You know, it just kept, coming the whole fucking day damn you waterworks like, the water works. like <laughs> god damn it <laughs>
0: yeah man that's good to get that shit out though you know it is it is um the last thing you need to do is bottle that shit up yeah. sometimes you need to for a little while because you're like i just can't right now is not a good time for this but i will postpone you <laughs> you know yeah um yeah I'm gonna go somewhere else. I gotta get this shit done, but when I'm gonna have a jagged fucking cry in the goddamn shower in about fuck forty-five minutes. And I'm looking forward jagged to jagged cry, dude. Oh yeah, go- <laughs> those are good, dude. With warm water, just fucking fucking sobbing. Like I've I've done that. I've done a jagged like <laughs> fucking like just. I I might as well have been fucking seven again, kind of almost not like a tantrum, but just like just overcome with emotion. Yeah, and that was for a different thing. That was before my mom passed. But man. I was just like, I can't believe. Ah, so I was just like, you <laughs> fucking jagged cry, yeah. man. It's great. Try it out in the shower. It, everything is better in the shower. Just
2: okay. next time I have one coming along, I'll uh, get in the,
0: shower, the shower and shower. get a little
2: warm. Get that fucking
0: steam into you. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, that sounds
3: nice.
2: chef's kiss fuck your chef's kiss you motherfucker oh my god i'm gonna shit on your chef's kiss
3: now that could be a t-shirt <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh now i'm picturing what you're gonna actually do for a t-shirt is like a picture of me making chef's kiss maybe yeah.
0: Hey, buongiorno, fuckers! This is a
2: perfect picture of me on Jess's Facebook with a mustache, making a kissy face.
0: I could easily fucking use yeah. my hand for yours, be a hand and arm, slate arm model. If you're not properly positioned, yeah, I'll make you my Photoshop bitch. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll send you the picture. Please do. I'd be interested. That'd be fucking funny, man. I yeah. I definitely wear that shirt. I've got to, actually got a thirty dollar order upstairs right now. Two things: or myself a hat. We we get our shit at cost. If you remember when we did it last time for the fucking yeah. Twitch thing, oh, that's it's the same. That's the same place. Yeah, it's the exact same one. In fact, I changed all the Twitch handle over to be this name you now. So. Oh yeah. Okay. I Figure I could run some cool. shit there every now and again. Maybe we could do some on there. I don't know, but also I was hoping to change over the name because when you go to the website now, it's like goulash merchandise, and it's like, not exactly. <laughs> so I'm hoping once it yeah. kicks in in 24 hours, because I cannot for the life of me figure out how to actually physically change the name in Stream Elements or Stream Labs or whatever the fucking website is. It's changed in Twitch, and, and I changed the icons to our icons but it hasn't updated on the other side yet of stream elements or labs or whatever the fuck is the thing Okay. That so. So yeah, that's where we've been.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, it's good to be back. Yeah, no, it's really good to be back. I I'm it, this is like we always say this is our way of kind of therapy. Getting again. out. Yeah, it's like therapy. Yeah, being able to talk to somebody and have, like, a conversation that you're interested in. A human conversation. Yeah, something that's, like, not me talking talking retail to a customer. Shallow shit like that. Oh, it drives me nuts, man.
0: And, like, dude, I'm, like, she and I talk a little bit, but, like, half the time she's always in her phone. So I'm, like, unless I'm playing games and I haven't talked to Dirt in a bit, we seem to be missing each other on Discord. Fucking, yeah. I haven't played online except for anybody but you, so you're like literally the one person I've been talking to, except I called Charlie like once or twice recently. Like, I'm like, I need human contact, god damn it. <laughs> so fucking yeah. lonely up here.
2: Nobody. South Park is amazing. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of that recently myself. I don't for- know about you.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm upset because six season episodes aren't just not enough. Last oh, six episode seasons, you mean? Six episode seasons, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Gives me a chance to catch up because there's a lot of fucking
0: episodes. Well, it was the last two seasons were six episodes, and the season before that was one forty five minute episode. So that was the COVID season. Oh yeah, so it's a pandemic special or whatever, and then the other specials yeah. in between that are on the other one are on Paramount Plus instead of HBO. So you gotta if you want to get the whole thing from the COVID series, you gotta go have that. But yeah, no, six episodes was too much, and I think it's because like I'm not gonna say that any of the episodes necessarily are stinkers, but when you do a twelve or ten or whatever episode or season episode uh epi- episode season episode season you know you have a little a little more leeway with the ones that aren't as strong as the others
2: yeah but still i mean they're all pretty strong when it comes down to they it were every all right. episode is well thought of it, it was
0: all right the last one was kind of it was it was weird i didn't expect it to go where it went and i mean it's still, it still was a good season it's just like man the last two seasons, if they had just been one season, it would have been more perfect. And it feels like that's exactly what happened because there are things that happened in last season barely mid to early on in their six episodes that get resolved in this season. So okay. it feels like it could have been...
2: Well, they do that in earlier seasons too. Yeah, but this is, about
0: it. this is like they really ran with a gag for a lot longer than a lot of them sometimes do. It depends, but, like, this one was, like, uh, I don't want to ruin anything, but, yeah, it was just one of those things. See, that's the
2: thing. He's listening, well, he's watching all of the new episodes that are coming out and other things. Meanwhile, I have restarted the series. I'm up to season six, episode 15, so trucking right along. I've definitely watched a lot of South Park enjoying myself, enjoying myself a lot, right? Quite a lot. But poor Kenny is dead right now and he's residing in Cartman. Yeah, That's a the good last one. episode I watched, he, his soul shot out of Cartman's ass. <laughs> and that's where it left off for me. Nice. I haven't watched the rest of the episode. Hell
0: yeah. Um, you know what I watched recently that I was just like, uh, I have now got a, a pretty decent hot take on it. Um, Vudu was having a little bit of a sale, so I bought I bought two different combo packs of movies. Yep, Lethal Weapon one through
3: four, nice. Grown Ups one and two.
0: Okay, ah, uh, okay. First and foremost, let me get the the great out. Okay, the Lethal Weapon movies, especially the first two, and even the third fucking the fourth is good too don't get me wrong it's a little different but those first two man fucking really solid and the way fucking Riggs and murtaugh work together and the fucking emotional chargeness of all of it the third one's good dude trust me like the third one's good i'm not okay so like if i was gonna rate them yeah i almost like like the
2: third one more because i don't see it as much i didn't see it as much growing up as much as i did the first two right so yeah yeah one 99.9% 99.9% awesome. Number two, ninety-six point five percent awesome. Number 965
0: percent awesome number 89 percent awesome. No, it's still in the nineties. Number for four, 82% awesome. Maybe high seventies. I don't know. That's still pretty in the Chris high Rock 80s to right? me added too much. You had you already had Pesci in his comedy. Why don't why don't we just do more of that? I understand why we have Chris Rock, and it's it is a nice I mean, because the whole opening and the dude with the fucking flamethrower suit and, like, he's like, I have something I'm not supposed to tell you. You're going to be a dad. And he's like, I got something I'm not supposed to tell you. You're going to be a grandfather. And then, like, you spend like a third of the movie or almost half the movie not realizing it's going to be Chris Rock, who is the dad, or he doesn't at least realize yep. that it's going to be Chris Rock butter <laughs> is going to be his dad. <laughs> um, still a good movie on its own. Don't get me wrong, but there's some about the first two. The, serious of the, the seriousness of the nature of, like, some it's heavy hidden shit. Like, why he doesn't want to stay on Earth anymore and he carries that special bullet in at the end. Oh, yeah. He gives it to his daughter to give to him. yeah. And I thought that was really, like, that was just like, I, I hate to do it, man. Fucking chef's kiss. It just Fuck fucking, you. it really buttonholes that movie together. Anyways, again, excellent purchase. I've been waiting for it to be on sale. And I've watched it a couple times when it was on sale. I'm like, I know I've seen it a little lower. I'm not paying sixty or whatever the normal price is for four digital movies. I paid like yeah. twenty nine I paid like half or whatever, which i'm I'm okay with. And then I got the grown- ups movies, and they're okay, but not yeah. as good as I thought I remembered them, and like the first one's much better than the second one. Yes. And and here's why, <laughs> I think this this is my hot take. First one's okay. There's some questionable shit in there though. Some of the jokes are a little bit like there's one where um, god damn it, I well, what's his name from King of Queens? God damn it, Kevin Kevin, Kevin James. James. Kevin James is making this comment about like basically fucking his wife while she's asleep, and he's like, but she's okay with that, and I'm just like, whoa, that's the R word, bro. Like, okay, that, I understand this is, like, 15 years ago or whatever, but that's, like, that's straight up...
2: Like an R word. That's right straight there, up rape, bro. right?
0: So, fucking, I was like, that's kind of a weird thing, and also knowing that they were ad-libbing a lot of the lines, I'm like, that's just a fucked up thing to say. Whatever. Still, decent-ish movie. Again, it's an Adam Sandler schlockies. You know, he gets the fucking, why is he married to a hot woman? I mean, I guess his wife is, in real life, is gorgeous. He just won that award, and yeah. So I guess the, the nerdy weird kid gets the fucking hot girl. But it's just like, there's a lot of these like little check marks that you have to just go off when you watch an Adam Sandler movie. There's certain things that are always going to be the same, right? But then we get to yeah. the second one, and I'm watching it, and I fucking swear to God, they had most of the story, right? And they couldn't tie it together. And then some dickhead came up with the whole deer in the house situation and this stuffed animal to tie it all together because if you think about it that's all that movie really rides on as far as story goes there's a lot of shit going on in the movie but this movie opens up adam sandler gets pissed on by a deer who has no penis because you know digital softening of the area
2: Oh, deer
0: standing outside like he's getting pissed on in the mouth I'm like this is already stupid and I'm really upset at this purchase and then with the stuffed animal with this kid's stuffed animal throws it up, blah 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 and then at the end she turns around and that's what gets the kids ass stomped by the deer and that was like I guess the safest way to beat up college kids was to have the deer take out Taylor Lautner I don't fucking get it but anyway oh yeah and he did flips and we're, we're the movie bef- yeah <laughs> exactly in the fucking that's his handshake account. he does flips yeah he does flips fucking and, and whereas the first movie had some pretty good dynamics between the cast like in this one oh, yeah, all of they're a sudden
2: together for their gym teacher yeah, yeah
0: this one all of a sudden like it's everything's slightly different like chris rock no longer is like the stay-at-home mom dad which he had this whole thing like when they walk in he's in the first movie when he walks into the cam he's like this is my kitchen. I think it's one of the funniest fucking lines in the movie. <laughs> Cause he's just like falls in love with the kitchen. Like a, a, a dad mom would. And, but then it's like entirely raced. All of a sudden in the second movie, he works for a cable company and, and the wife is no longer working. She's the stay at home mom. They like role reversal it. Okay, yeah. whatever. That's cool. But like, you know, I never the, thought about that. No, Rob Schneider. Then they put fucking, what's his name in his place is Like his fucking fucked up bus driving cousin. They then they add Shaq and what's his name? Like they, they have too many characters. Um it's it's almost like they threw the movie together and it was like literally probably a smattering ideas. Okay, a deer pisses on Adam. Ha <laughs> ha Okay, David Spade rolls down a fucking hill in a goddamn big ass fucking tire. <laughs> yeah. Um, um uh, uh let's make broad jokes about what's her name's huge tits. Ha ha ha. Like and I was just like watching that movie. I'm like, this is really like the whole dynamic of the kids being spoiled little fucks and a couple years later it's just normal that they live in suburban whatever instead of having yeah. even like a tinge of it they're like they're all everyone's completely different it's like the movie was written by someone completely who like kind of just fast forwarded through the first movie didn't really watch it and that's the problem i have with grown ups and that's really my whole fucking hot take on it they're horrible okay. movies they're not great Jesus. First one is worth a watch. Don't bother with the second one unless you want to feel like you've been raped by Kevin
2: James and crew. Okay. So with that being said Kevin James you have to connect him back. That's your actor. To who? Well you remember you start with Kevin James and you go back to Kevin James but you have to have five Different people of separation. That's too easy though,
0: because it would be like Kevin James to Leah Remini. Okay, Leah Remini to Will Ferrell. Okay, that would be um from what? What was that? She she played a friend, his wife's friend in um old school. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, Will Ferrell to fucking anyone on Saturday Night Live, including David Spade. Okay. David Spade to Chris Rock, Chris Rock back to fucking, what's his
2: name? I mean, David Spade right back to, yeah, David Spade Kevin right James. back
0: to Kevin James. That's an, yeah, easy, that one. an easy one. That is I an easy one. I think anything in the Sandler verse circle, or I was just ready for, like, I think anything in the Sandler verse would be easy to connect. But that was, yeah, but true. I had to really think, like, how can I connect? And immediately what came into my head is, here's a weird one that could get you around the world Leah Remini. Because she's been in a fuck ton of movies that you just don't remember until you're like, fuck, yeah. Mm. Because, like, she's hardly memorable in that movie. She doesn't really stand out on her own. Yeah, king of queens, though, that's her thing. I really, I'm going to be honest, most of the episodes I've seen of that show, I really like. I think Jerry Stiller's great. And Stiller's papa. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he plays her dad. And they all live together, and it's that
3: dynamic, which is fun, you know?
0: Um, yeah. Oh, uh, last hot take in the movies. I, I didn't, I don't think I brought this up to you. There's a lot of sad, sad, sad men out there right now. You want to know why? This is the most ridiculous why? reason ever. They're upset because this Super Mario Brothers movie princess is, like, Powerful chick,
3: she needs saving. God damn it, yeah. Apparently, oh, because the trailer because she is, is, she's
0: like okay. kicking ass, and like they're actually going to hit Luigi or something, at least judging by the trailer. They're like, Oh, they're having like this whole crisis because she's not a damsel in distress. And I just thought that was funny. I really have no other comment other than people are fucking stupid, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a fucking weird one to me. Yeah, that is a little odd. Enjoy the fucking movie. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, just shut the fuck
2: up and watch the movie.
0: It's Jesus. a goddamn kid's movie. Do you really think? No, I'm excited fuck.
2: to see. Honestly, I want to see it. I want to
0: see it too. It's getting mixed reviews, but I'm, you know, basically the Easter eggs and the shitter there, and I think that's what matters. I've heard a little bit more yep. Chris Pratt's Mario. It's, yeah, you know, whatever.
2: I, I don't, I don't think care it's about the track much for me. It's just a story.
0: And I just Jack want to see Jack
2: Bowser, whatever. I want, yeah, I want to see what they're gonna do. Yeah, like I see they're gonna be doing some of the Mario Kart, and right? This, that, and the other thing. But w- which if I you pay to attention, attention to the
0: trailer, it. they they really kind of it looks like they pay a homage to Road Warrior and you know Beyond Thunderdome and those kind of that kind of esque
2: movie. So.
0: yeah, should be interesting. I am yeah, definitely like it's, it's something I want to watch
2: music because you know, like all the different levels with Mario had the different music and shit, right? You know, like, it'll be cool to see that.
3: You know, what'd be interesting? No, if there were
2: dispensaries for crack. Imagine dispensaries for crack, that'd be kind of weird, right? It because, would like, definitely get rid of things quicker.
0: Like, you think about it like this, but, like, what would you do? Like, y- you wouldn't have, like, different strains of crack, would you? Like, or would you? Would you have, like, different levels of crack? You'd be like, this is a nice yellow crack. Here is a slightly uh, more China white crack. This one has um, uh, a flavor of plastic. Why are we talking about crack? Because I, this was one of my ideas that I was thinking of, like, wouldn't it be weird if there was dispensaries for crack?
2: Like imagine
0: yeah. like you know you know if you go into a regular like weed dispensary like they got like bongs and vaporizers and all these other things like but what would they have there would it just be those little glass flowers that you can buy at the fucking at the fucking uh, uh, you know like convenience stores that you can break and like uh, just a slab of brillo pads like what in like big ass torch lighters like not even the big ones the ones you can turn up way high like what like yeah. would that be like and like what would being in a line like waiting for your medical yeah, uh, or well, and or recreational would crack for, would be like
2: like I I think it would only last a certain amount of time, and then everybody would die from having access to it that easily. Do
0: you think so, or would they actually go a little easier on it? Because in in in, in countries where they've legalized all drugs, there's actually been a lower death rate because of it, like a much mm-hmm. lower o- overdose rate, much much interesting. lower. Interesting.
2: Yeah, that's a very interesting th- thought. Yeah, the know.
0: fact that they can get it whenever they want, so it's not like they have to fucking do it all at once to feel something. Yeah. Kind of syndrome or something like that. But, yeah, that's a bit of a study. But I just thought that was interesting. It was a funny little thought that was in my head last saw well, this morning when yeah, I was laying remember, bed.
2: remember when I used to have the duber when I was living out in Mass? Yeah. That was the thing. could be, like, cracker.
1: <laughs> not in this <laughs> day and
2: age, man. Crack. Cracker delivery. <laughs> cracker delivery cracker nothing
0: you're just getting crack <laughs> mm. oh man that's pretty fucking funny honestly but have yeah have you
2: seen my crack
0: and you know how like marijuana dispensaries Got have crack. all like really great <laughs> names usually that like tie into weed somehow like yeah like bed men and yeah like uh, do you think there'd be like crack isn't whack and like um white lightning crack company and like fucking like what else? Jesus. You know, I I don't know. It was just a thought. Um we have merch now. Yeah. Yeah, go check it out. There'll be a link somewhere YouTube yeah. here. I don't know. Check it out, man. We're selling some shit. Yeah. Fucking What are you looking at? I'm looking oh, at you're my looking notes. At your notes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have much else to say this week. I want to hold on to some of that other stuff.
2: Yeah. My head's all over the place, too. I don't know. I can't think of anything right now because I'm just... I'm really tired. Yeah.
0: You gonna go night-night? No, I'm not gonna go night-night. You gonna play some games? Yeah, games. 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 Yeah. But, um... Yeah, so, um, I am, I am, uh, there might be another break coming up here and I I don't know how we're going to do it, but it's something for us to figure out, obviously, that we're just starting to figure out. Um, my schedule's about to change quite rapidly here. Um, I am getting ready to go out for about a month on something. A little bit of time at home, out for a month. Very short amount of time at home, out for a month. Very short amount of time, home. Oh, for a week or two. Possibly some more stuff after that. So, you know, we might end up going every two weeks for the podcast now. Um, we got some time this week. It looks like that we're going to try to fill in some extra shit. I would like at least to be able to make enough to kind of get us through when I come home um, or close, you know, a week or so off because I don't leave until next Friday. So I got yeah. time, and I might have time in Vegas. It's just that, man, the the audio and the video quality will suffer, and I just don't have a lot of the extra cash right now. Part of me was like, I think I'll bring, you know, in, in certain situations I'll end up bringing. I'll I'm gonna buy a system like yours, basically. Well, I'd probably yeah. take this mic with me. Definitely not the arm, because this is a pretty this thing. I don't want to break, possibly transporting it, because. The thing is, if I need, I, I could probably even handhold it. I've seen people handhold these.
2: Talk to a fucking audio guy on a tour that you're on and just say, "Hey, hey, you, hey got you got a mic stand-, stand?" Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, dude. I didn't think about it like, like that. Yeah, no worries.
0: Um, but I do want to, you know, take the webcam, whatever. I would like to be able to have the opportunity to record on the road. Yeah. Um. As long as and that's the thing, I got to start looking at the schedule and see where my days off are and if they're gonna line up with yours. And but yeah. that being well, said, we'll figure that out. you know, you might see some weeks dipping and dip out. Um, but I'll try to funnel more inf- more stuff to YouTube channel. Um, uh, if I haven't made it clear, YouTube channel just gonna be like clips and stuff now, segments, paired down. That way, you know, you don't have to watch all the whole episode to get. Uh, an idea. But if you really want the whole bells and whistles, you probably should watch it and that's going to be on Spotify. Um, yes. then we have some neat merch. I made a shirt that says functional idiot. You know, it's one of my favorite sayings. Um neat little our logo here. Got some nice embroidered hats, winter, summer, some stick a sticker. Uh, another shirt that's just the logo on the chest. Um so yeah, if you if you want to help support you know, it gives us a little back cash back in pocket, which, you know, is, isn't unnecessary to say the least, but helps, you know, pay for the equipment that has already been purchased <laughs> that probably had no right being purchased. Right. You know, but, but we're not going to half ass this because that's not what Bubba and Josh do. No. We're roadies. We like to go full ass. Um, but also on top of that, it also helps promote us because if someone says, hey, that's, that's weird, but what is that? Then you can tell them, hey, man, I listen to this weird podcast with these guys I know or don't and it's know. And that's amazing. That's fucking amazing. And, and then fucking we'll amazing. talk
2: about you if you talk to us. Yeah,
0: we'll talk. We'll do things. Yeah.
2: It's like, get in your mind and shit. At some point, it, you know what would be really cool someday to be able to do on this? What's that? Is take a live call. Like, do a live episode and do a phone call.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree. And or I was looking into systems that you can have people call a number and leave messages. Okay. Cause I see that's how some people do it because that's yeah one of the easiest ways that you don't have to edit around, you know, especially, you know, cause you can never yeah. do a live show with live calls. <laughs> You'd be <laughs> so fucked. Um, <laughs> well, first time someone says something silly. Um, but yeah, no, that's I, true. I wouldn't mind taking some calls and bullshitting with people. Um, I know, like, you know, people. I, I, there's definitely been, like, Charlie's expressed interest in chatting sometime. I'm sure Carter would. Um, okay, yeah. Charlie's got a, you know, decent setup at home. You know,
2: nice mic. He doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, I definitely want to get my Uncle Ed in on this, Yeah, it'd be too. fun, man. He had so many people say, man, I love your videos. Keep it up. <laughs> Maybe talk to Bummy one of these times. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Maybe Bummy and Jake. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. Just old school. I cause he got a hold of me because he wanted to say hi to your dad's thing, but had to go, whatever. And I was like kinda paying attention to munch and all that over in that corner of the room. And fucking um he got a hold of me later and said, Hey man, I want to hook up one of these days, blah, blah blah and I explained to him. I said, Man, I've got a bunch of fucking cameras equipment. Like we could. In all essence, we did come up with some crazy shit and just riff on us sometime, kind of thing. And he was very down. So it's a matter of finding time now, finding all the equipment. Because I know I have it. This is where some of it. Yeah. And I know where the DJI 2 is. I think you have one of the DJI 1s. I do. Still. I have no fucking clue where my other DJI 1 is. It's somewhere in this room, I'm pretty sure. But where? Not 100%. I know where my Sony is. I'm not sure where my fucking... I'm not even really sure right now where my fucking GoPro is. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Huh. Well, whatever. We'll have them. We'll get to it.
3: What you got there? You know, uh, Jake gave me that. What is it? Fun. What does this say on it? I don't think it's going to focus. Yeah, it's not focusing.
0: No. Attic of Love. Whoa, yeah. Are they still doing their thing? I thought I looked them up recently, a couple months
2: ago. But this is from an old show. Yeah,
0: yeah. My band
3: used to really old show.
2: He said something. uh, I think he said that it was from when they opened up for like Quiet Riot or something like that at one point. No shit. Yeah. Well, anyways, as a band, my old man. Used to love local band.
0: Yeah, Nazis on the Moon, man. (laughs) I believe that's what the name of the song was called. Yeah, I think you're right. No, it was um, it was interesting, man, because it was like a bit of bit of heavy, a bit of metal, but a really Jethro Tull esque fucking vibe to it.
2: Yeah, as flute with the flute lead singer, the flute. Yeah, and the way he sang, absolutely.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've looked them up. I literally looked them up a few months ago when their name came to my head. I was like, I wonder where the fuck they are, because one of the last things I remember is they, like, went out west to make it big. And, like, you can find them. They're everywhere on the internet. Like, you can still buy albums oh, or yeah. listen to them digitally and shit. Um, but I don't know if they're making new music and or they all live in different areas now. It was kind of hard to figure out that piece of the puzzle. But yeah, man, yeah. it was that was a time. That was a time. We opened up for him a couple times in the early two thousands. Once at Copperfield. Um I can't remember where the other place was. But it was good. It was fun. Yeah, I remember Drew. He uh worked at Mountain Border Town. Yeah. Wow, oh, man. Mountain and Border Town. Man, when that place opened, that was so state of the art. That skiing <sighs> game they had, Jesus Christ. Actually, that yeah, was the ski boarding game. And there was the skateboarding game. That was so fucking sick. It's too bad that didn't become a thing. That was cool. It was cool to have that in our town. Like, that's something that no one would ever invest in our town now ever again. Not that kind of thing. That, that that, That was most certainly even then a very expensive venture. Oh, very, very expensive, yeah. And their inventory, especially the first year or two they were open, was expansive. Oh, yeah.
1: It Absolutely.
0: was impressive. It rivaled a lot of the shops down south, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Because didn't they even have, like, a moving water and shit in there, if I'm remembering oh, correctly? Oh, yeah, they had, and they a had like, a... a storm that went off every fucking so amount of time. Yeah, Played with rain. rain. Yeah, and dude.
2: Yeah, my dad <laughs> hooked up all the lights for it. Right,
0: because there was, like, strobes in there and smoke and yeah. shit, and atmosphere. Yeah, dude, because, like, fuck, dude. Like, that was kind of ahead of its time, or, like... On par with the time of bigger cities, and to have yep. that here, that, I mean that could be a whole nother episode in itself, and the person behind it, and the Copperfield, and all the rumors about that. But maybe that's something we'll do one of these yeah, days. Yeah, we'll
2: talk about that again. We'll get into yeah. Mountain border down with you fuckers. Yeah, and Elliot Monter and <laughs> the Copperfield, and and the rock climbing wall. At- yeah. Oh my yeah. God,
1: dude. Yeah.
0: Fuck. And there was an upstairs. Oh yeah. Jesus. Christ, and now it just sits there's fucking vacant. It's it's a fucking tragedy, honestly. Yeah. But until next time. Oh, thank I you. wonder if one
2: of those machines
0: is in there. One Imagine, of
2: those arcade machines.
0: I'll give you a hundred bucks for it. You could probably make good money if it still worked, but some tells me okay. that it would take a lot of work to get those machines working and they're kind of niche and probably were only really released during a certain period of time and didn't catch on like how the 80s and 90s ones were where you can still find a lot of shit i bet it would be but i don't know man i haven't been to a regular arcade recently that like they actually might have I those did. same types of things at the aviation mall the other day yeah but that can't be much now anymore oh it was terrible
2: the arcades in a different spot now
0: really that's weird
3: yeah it was Smaller. Very weird
2: um
0: yeah yeah less money Pyramid Corporation yeah. absolutely fucks people on their rent. There, I can tell you that from working there years ago. Huh. It's amazing how much they charge. There's a reason why most places are out there. If if that target wasn't part of there, and uh, and their own entity at the same time, that whole fucking building right. would be shut. That's Do the they still only have the reason. Movies there. Yeah, yeah. That that also I'm sure does its own business. I don't know whether decent or not. Yeah, you know, post COVID, uh, in some areas, some people are still warming up to the idea of movies. And frankly, if it's un- unless it's something like I really need to see on the big screen, yeah. I've got a pretty nice setup to stream to here. If yeah, I can purchase it, you know, you got a sa- nice sound. I got a nice sound. We got big fucking TVs. Fucking nice color in the the lights. Yeah, you got your own fucking furniture (laughs) and your animals and the people you love and like you don't have to worry about ripping a fart and someone else smelling it because it's your fucking... It's your theater, dude. Yeah, I would actually pay a premium to have my own theater with like eight seats, four seats, five, six seats for friends, like really nice ones, and pay a premium to get like... If you could get a tap of digital like in theaters this month and just be able to fucking watch the movies with your friends stream it even if it was just once like guys the new fucking Marvel movies out and it's it's fucking ready to go man in my personal theater and you can't watch it anywhere else but these places where you pay a premium for it so come well, on I over would say
2: like two times a week like two showings a week or once a yeah. week, a different movie something like that like like Indian Lake used to do yeah they still do it Yeah.
1: Pretty yeah, sure there's exactly. still a
2: theater. Yep. Pretty sure There.
0: Yeah, it was weird, man. We had a we had a theater down south, which was like multiple theaters. And then you had like yeah. this tiny little theater. Maybe it was two. Was it only one or two? I think it's only one, isn't it? In Indian Lake? Yeah. One. Yeah, and this and little then you town had the one Indian in Chestertown too. Right, which I never went to until years after it had closed. Cool. Charlie works
3: at a place, an old theater every now and again movie house and and it's like those tables with the pull out shorts
0: stacks of original posters from like way back the current and he's he's like gone through and like shot me a couple pictures and i'm like dude they don't know how much fucking money they're sitting on right there and god forbid that old building goes up in flames that is so much cinema history those belong, and yeah. Charles like they belong how in many a museum. Old films
2: they have, and whatever else, and like, it, dude, like that's something. And how flammable that film is, and
0: how well, I mean, at what point, uh, you know, open those canisters? More than likely, it's just degraded, the dust, falling apart, brittle. I don't
2: know. I don't know.
0: Depends, man, because if they were smart, or the building is built right, and the humidity is perfectly where it's being stored couple other factors, then yeah, it won't degrade as much, but I mean, dude, most of the cassette tapes that came out when we were kids technically should have degraded by this point.
2: Really? Yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, and even CDs
3: degrade. Let me see. Uh,
0: I know that there is a a factor on this, like how long does it take for
3: a cassette?
0: to D grade 30 years in perfect circumstances cassette tapes will only last about 30 years if properly stored away from heat, humidity, and UV rays whereas a CD stored in the same conditions can last a little over 100 years okay yep yeah so it's interesting so yeah like man like and I'm sure there's some that work fine, but I'm sure you've got sound degradation and then you've got the, the, materials breaking down. So one
2: bad rewind or. Okay. I can't believe we got to this from fucking mountain. And I know to we needed uh, to yeah, end whatever, we were going right. to end 12
0: minutes ago, the but hook. that's how this fucking podcast goes. Yeah. I'm getting the hook out. We're getting hooked
2: off of the stage. <laughs>
0: <There you go. laughs> fucking. All right. Guys, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching. Uh, Carter, thanks for buying merch. Charlie, if you actually bought merch, I haven't been able to check yet. Thank you. But if you didn't, Fuck you. thank you, why would
2: you set it up like that?
0: I don't know. Fuck you, Charlie. Um, <laughs> I love you. Um, And, yeah, anyone right. else who helps out the podcast, thank you. Uh, You know, there. I yeah. said what I needed to say. All right. Well,
3: bye. I'm Bubba. Bye. I'm not. See you later. When did it stop recording? Just kidding! Fuck you, goodbye!